0: Jesus said, I always do the things that are pleasing to God. I am created for his pleasure. Now That, that bothers me. Bothers me because <clears throat> I have to surrender ownership to somebody else. That bothers me. It bothers you. I was created for his pleasure and he owns me. I serve at the pleasure of the king. He who was rich became poor. That we might be made rich. Am I pleasing him today? Am I living like a king's kid? Or am, am I still in bondage to the old way of thinking? Have I come no farther than feeling sorry for my sin? Have I approached the status of sonship yet? Adult sonship. Where I know who I am And I voluntarily acknowledge my utter and complete and total dependence on him. I know I have been given all things richly to enjoy. But I am willing to give up anything that I have if he says so. Tim and Janice moved to Tennessee, probably for several reasons. But one reason they told me was for their children. This is like the love of God. You parents, you understand this. You do things for your kids. You put yourself out. You take risks. You deny yourself for your kids. And you kids, one day you'll do the same thing for your kids. This is a picture of grace. This is an illustration of grace. Parents becoming poor so that those kids might be made rich. Why do we work to send them to school? Because we want to see them succeed and be happy. Why do we provide them with education and clothing and housing and everything else? Because we will deny ourselves to do this. Every parent does. So those kids can be blessed. Now, have we reached a point where in this message, in this progression of this little mini-series, that we are ready to step out of the flesh, into the spirit, and say to God, first of all, God there is something that I know is not pleasing you. I'm adult and there's just no use mincing words over this. God, I know it's not pleasing to you. This isn't rocket science. This is not pleasing you. I know that. And have we come far enough in what we've learned in this message so far that we can say, because I am an adult son... I will say to my Father, Father, I am sorry. I repent. I confess. This is not pleasing to you. I repent of it and I ask you to forgive me and I promise you with your ability and your anointing, I will walk in your will and what is pleasing to you I appropriate this morning the grace that has already been provided and the power and the anointing that I need. And I reach out there and I grab a hold of what I need this morning to move up in maturity to the point where I'm beyond this stuff and I'm ready to be considered an adult son of God. Now let me throw you a curve. In the Bible when it speaks of the adoption of sons... In the Greek, the word that's used there is a legal term, and it means the placing of an adult son. A believer, no matter what age, is received into the kingdom as an adult. There's no probationary period. There's no juveniles. Now, I realize that youngsters have to grow in maturity and wisdom. I understand that. And we don't expect them to act like adults. But you adults here this morning, this message is about a God who came from glory to redeem us, to make us... The sons and daughters of the Most High God with all the rights and privileges thereunto. Are we ready to step up there? Come back, team. Come back, worship team. Here is the question that we got to deal with first. And I wouldn't ask you to do something that I haven't had to do. Does God wake you up at night? I do wish that he and I could talk more in the daytime. But several nights ago, I was asleep. And it's amazing how God will go back in history, back in time, and pull out something. And he pulled this out, and he said, you sinned against that person. That person became a threat. Not in the way you think. If I had allowed it, that person would have become your downfall. And I said, my God, my God. I didn't realize that. Church, thank God for the grace of God that goes before us. Watches over us over. In our ignorance, he protected me. But he said, Jim, you sinned against that person. And their situation that they're in right now could be the result of your sin. Or at least that's what occurred to me. Probably not, but that occurred to me. I don't think God works that way. But it occurred to me. What if God steps in to protect you and he has to shove somebody away from you to keep you from sinning? Are you prepared to let that happen? What if he has to take something from you to preserve your soul? What is more important, your job, your house, your influence, or your soul? Remember Jesus' question in that day, what will you pay for your soul? What will you give for a soul? What's it worth? So the question this morning to all of us, is there something that's not pleasing to God? Let's be adults and let's deal with it. Let's worship for a minute and let the Holy Spirit work.